Hi everyone, I'm Salma. I'm Khadija. I'm Layla. I'm Ibrahim. And welcome back to the Muslim Z Podcast. Um, and I'll, I wanted to start off by saying um, Eid Mubarak, everybody. Hi, Eid Mubarak. How Mubarak. was everybody's Eid? It was good. It was more open than last Eid, so we spent we prayed at the masjid. It was fun. That's good. That's good. Is there any like traditions or things that you usually do in Eid, or is it just, or what? Like, what do you usually do on your Eid? I mean, I feel like it's pretty chill. Like always in the morning, like we go and pray, and then we just like go back to one of our houses and we have brunch together and just kind of chill with the family the whole entire day. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very like that's like a family oriented day, like where everyone's you know gathered together and you know, having meals together. Everyone takes a day off if possible. Yeah. Very yeah. Chill. I mean, family is a big, big, big thing in Eid. Um, here in America, we don't really do much besides, you know, visit other people because it's just me and my family. We don't have any extended family over here. But in Palestine, it's a different story. So you wake up early in the morning, you go visit the family grave after you pray, Eid prayer, and then you do your stops for the rest of the day. It's legit. Like the whole day, yeah. you just do your quick coffee dates in the next house. Yeah, every single house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's how it is in Egypt too. Like uh, one of our friends, my mom's uh, friend was sending us videos of how they had Eid. And it was just like the whole country was just celebrating and people were visiting each other. Like it was just like, I feel like the vibes over there are just so mm-hmm. immaculate compared to here. Definitely. And I feel like it always gets different, you know, like when compared to like when you're younger, like playing with all your yeah. little cousins. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> when you get older, it's like, okay, now you got to be the one to watch your little cousins. Exactly. Yeah. You're the one who used to collect the money. Now you're giving out the money. Oh, no. now you're the kids. <laughs> Oh my god! I got to take out hundred dollars from a bank account and pass it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think that's the biggest thing with our religion is culture. I mean, we all come from different backgrounds and different countries, but it seems like our culture usually unites us um, within our religion. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did want to make sure that everybody knew knows the difference between religion and culture. I think that gets a lot messed up or mixed up in America, but. I mean, <laughs> I think it's everywhere too. Like, yeah, they just kind of intertwine their culture with their religion, and obviously, it's like two completely different things. And although they're similar, like a lot of things don't cross over with definitely Islam. Definitely, yeah. People just use like both terms like interchangeably, which is like it's true. Like a lot of people, you know, mix aspects into their culture into their lives when religions into your life. But like, it gets tricky when people start mistaking your culture versus like your religion. Mm-hmm. So, like, so. different practices you have in your culture may not, like, go with Islam. But, like, it's hard for non-Muslims or, like, Americans, for example, to, like, see that or understand that. I think because, um, I mean, culture, I feel like is, how do I want to say this? I think religion is, like, a base. But then, in let's say, America, you have the culture kind of form or mold into different kind, like, different practices and different things. Like, I remember reading how due to America being from like Protestant Christians that um, we have a crazy work ethic that we only have two days off while other countries don't have two days off. You know, they have more than two days or they have um, like more breaks during the year. And so your culture gets revolved around um, your religion a lot. In some of our cases, our culture doesn't really, I mean, it, it does in a sense revolve around your religion, but it's not, intertwined well it's not like the same kind of thing basically is what i'm trying to say yeah and like um i feel like in you know western societies like it's it's always like a negative outlook on like 
on Islam, for example, and people will be like, they'll they'll bring up. I'm trying to think like of an example or like, let's say like um arranged marriages. That's like a very cultural thing. But people are like, oh yeah, Muslims like you guys like get you guys do that. I mean, it's common, <laughs> but like it's not part. You know, yeah. it's not like but people just see that as all together. Definitely, it's not part of the religion. That's mm-hmm. part of someone's culture. Yeah, yeah. and it, you can choose if you want to act on it or not. Definitely. Yeah, and like the same like with, with like gender roles or like women can't do this women can't do that but like that's nowhere in islam you know what i mean mm-hmm. but like especially in western society it's like you know they see you with your hijabs like you're oppressed let me oh, let me save oh, you let me help you yeah. well, i remember the biggest here. thing was like saudi arabia how women can't drive yeah and they're like oh so in every it's just written you guys religion that women can't drive women can't yeah and, you know like it's just like and it just really doesn't make yeah. sense to me because like again american culture and it's like saudi culture are two different cultures so to them, women not driving is a completely normal thing. Like they don't find it as, oh, I'm being oppressed. No, they're just, they just don't drive because their husband drives for them. So it's like people just don't know how to respect other cultures. And they always Definitely. think, oh, you're oppressed because you don't have what we have or vice mm-hmm. versa. It's like, no, it's just go I think about that your comes, day. Yeah, I mean, I think that comes a lot with, I mean, appearances too. I mean, America, you can dress how you want. You can look how you want. You can act the way you want. But I mean, they, that's what most countries see it as. But then you go to a Middle Eastern country, you have to, you know, wear different clothes, you have to act a certain way. And so they feel like it's liberating mm-hmm. if you can wear what you want and do what you want. But at the same time, I feel like it's just different lifestyles, um, different kind of backgrounds, different being raised and stuff. So maybe somebody from a Middle Eastern country or a Muslim country will not see that as liberating to wear what they want and do what mm-hmm. they want, but rather... And something that just doesn't seem um, in their interest. Like, why do I want to wear that clothes? It's way too da-da-da-da. Or why would I, that doesn't look good on me, blah, blah, blah. I'm used to this or this. I mean, I mean, I don't know. What else do you guys want to add on? Yeah, no, like exactly. And I feel like Western culture, or is it a culture? Yeah. <laughs> Western culture, yeah. it's like, it's very, um, I don't know if ignorance is the right word, but like they kind of see like, okay, we're doing everything right. Like like what you just said, like they're big headed. They're big headed. Yeah. You're <laughs> not <heads>. wrong. <laughs> like they'll see, like you know, other cultures, like in Saudi, will be like, oh, everyone's wearing the same thing or wearing different clothes, and it's like, wow, like let's have no freedom, or they just think like, as let me do America because we're in America. That's yeah. what I'm familiar with, but they just think like America's doing everything right, like they're the the bl- the blueprint. Mm-hmm. When really, America take from everybody else. We're not gonna talk about that. But it's just like Western society has a very ignorant outlook on everybody else's culture, um, which I don't know. I don't know how to like get rid of that, definitely, or how to start getting rid of that. You know? Yeah, I mean, like even with like going into like Western like culture too. I guess like a lot of people we're talking about like like roles, like what are you supposed to do with like taking care of your elders and that kind of thing. Like some people will just you know send them off to put them in a home. Yeah, yeah. can you imagine, imagine? putting parents in a home? Ah, disgrace. <laughs> And it's like in Islam, you know, you're supposed to take care of your parents. And then even then, like most of our cultures, too, it's like, okay, when your parents get old, they got to move in with you and you got to take care of them. Mm-hmm. So I find that interesting, but I Definitely. guess to each its own. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this country, they try to westernize every other country. Like the concept of like moving out at 18 is such an American oh concept. Oh, I forgot about and that. And they try to like, you're like, oh, like, you're still living with your mom and you're 20 something. Like that's yeah, such I've a normal thing. TikToks about that. And that yeah. makes me like, I'm just... It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Like, if your parents are willing to house you for as long as... Do <laughs> yeah. it. Save Thank your money. Them for Get that. your bread up. 
Why am like, I struggling working a nine to five to live on my own when I have not. a home that I can get food, like all of this by myself? Literally, like if your parents are not asking anything of you besides going to school, for example, like that's one thing that my parents asked me to do. They're like, okay, you live at home. Mm-hmm. Just go to school. That's all we're asking you to do. I'm going to take up that offer. That's the exactly, easy offer. Exactly. I don't have to pay for it. I literally don't have to pay for my food or like anything like just rent or any. Imagine your parents taking rent out of your check. Like imagine. That'd yeah. be so sad. I know. Yeah. It's a very like glamorized idea. But when you think about it, it's like, why are you paying rent? You're 20. You're like, okay, you're living by yourself, but you're struggling. I don't know. Like not struggling. everyone's struggling, but like it's yeah. not, it's seen, it like used to be seen as like weird or like, that's like the next step. You turn 18. Okay, let's move out. Like, I don't, I don't understand, but like, I, I'm not going to lie. I've been like, I had the phase like, man, I can't wait like to move out when I'm this year's old, which like doesn't really make sense. Like I'm still a student. I'm still doing this. I'm still developing. So like, I don't know. I feel like it's really glamorized for no reason. And then it, it kind of sucks too for like some households, like with family too. Like, you know, girls can't leave their house until they get married yeah. and then the guys can leave whenever they want to leave. Yeah. So I feel like that's one thing that's kind of annoying, but then it's like, I don't know i wouldn't mind staying with my parents yeah i feel like it's like also the place that we live yeah. like to us like moving out at 18 is like such a normal thing but if we were to live like back home even a lot of asian countries you'll see like people living together for years yeah like there's no such thing as moving out at 18 or yeah. this stigma that you have to get out of your parents house too quick what i want to speak on that is the sense of family mm-hmm. i feel like in western society families deemed as controlling or non-liberating and we want to be free we want to do what we want. I'm going to go out and party as long as I want. I'm going to go out. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like it's more of a sense of family. I mean, in Palestine, I mean, I'm just going to speak on Palestine because I've, you know, I'm Palestinian. So, um, but you have houses where there's four or five s- stories and each family just living in the same building, but in the same, on different stories or different levels. And then, you know, if you want to go see your grandma, you go down to the bottom story and then, if, you know, and it just, you have dinner together, you have lunch together, you guys, you just feel more united. You don't feel like you're you're by yourself in this world. Like for example, if I'm outside living at 18, who am I supposed to call if I'm out in like Texas or yeah. Tennessee? Like who am I supposed to call? My mom is not gonna come pick me up. But if you're living in the same household, same area, same you have people you can trust, people you can go back to. And I've seen that with a lot of my friends who are Muslims and they wanted they got into like the whole I wanna get out when I'm eighteen, but they come back five six years because they just couldn't do it or not even five six like two years when you're you come back and they just live with their parents because it's it's more secure more Mm. accepting i feel like and i feel like everybody should have that experience like once in their life you know like before getting married live on your own see how you like it like i feel like that's a big thing but if you can't afford the lifestyle for so long then i feel like you know maybe just live under your parents roof for a long like for a little bit get your money up you know, start looking at different places and then decide from there. Or use that money to travel. That's why I like living <laughs> in my parents' room because I can use that money to travel. Yeah, exactly. And like the concept that you brought up, like a lot of our cultures are so family oriented. Like in Egypt, for example, the same thing. Like they have the, you know, huge apartment complexes and everyone in the household lives under the same building. And even like they're very community oriented too. Like mm-hmm. you can go to a store and be like, oh, I'll pay you back in like three days. Yeah. And you could just take the thing and leave. Yeah. That concept is so foreign over here. Like, no one can just go to a Walmart and be like, oh, yeah, I'll pay you back in three days. Or, and interest. The case. Can we talk about interest? And interest. <laughs> yeah. Interest. Yeah. It's so different. Just, and mm, I feel like yeah. people just need to learn how to like respect cultures and not Definitely. try to modernize and westernize every other culture. Like, that's foreign to them. And obviously, like, every family isn't perfect. Each 
everyone has their own struggles, mm-hmm. each one has their own problems. But I feel like just like understanding like the basis of family is so important in our culture and in religion too. Like yeah. there's a lot of hadith where it's like, okay, disrespect. Like I was literally like seeing one, I think. And then they were just talking about like how family is so important and how you shouldn't disrespect your family. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, your family's still going to be there for you. Exactly. They're the only ones that are going to be there for you. And like similar, it's like my family too. Like we're Somali. It's like our houses are here and then my brother lives down the street. So yeah. we're always like surrounded by family, yeah. which is really nice. But Yeah. Yeah. And alhamdulillah, like, we all have, like, you know, good support system, good, like, families, mm-hmm. alhamdulillah. But, like, I know, like, you know, like you mentioned, like, some people don't have that or don't have, like, the same, you know, some families are different or can be toxic or in any type of way. So, like, I feel like in that case, like, community Definitely. comes really important because mm-hmm. not everyone is as, you know, fortunate to have, you know, like, their family right next to them mm-hmm. or around them or even supporting them. So, I feel like community and, like, in Islam, like, it is like a community, you know what I mean? But like, it also goes into like cultures and you have to like, people are like, some people are like less accepting nowadays, which yeah, is like a clash weird. between like the culture. And religion. Yeah. So I, mean, I feel like we need to yeah. like strengthen on community in that aspect. I mean, I want to speak on community for a bit. I feel like back in high school, um, before I met, like I, we formed a little friend group, I was kind of just like caught up and not really accepted. Because I mean, like a Western sized, Westernized kind of culture. And so when you find that community or people that accept you for who you are, accept your or same beliefs, you guys share the same beliefs, and it feels like you're at ease. You don't have to fake something, you don't have to alter your image. You can be who you are. Um, and I think I could only find that with people who share my same culture. I can relate with you guys. I can be like, oh, I, I did this, this, and that. And you guys can understand where I come from. And like, I remember I would have to lie around my parents. I would sneak around my parents just to become accepted in this westernized society. But around a friend group like this, I don't have to sneak around because once again, it's just like that. Like what Khadija was saying, like I can pay you back three days later, but more like I'm just going to Khadija's house Mm -hmm. and my mom and dad know who Khadija is. It's more, you know, you feel like more connected as a a community and it becomes like a family basically. Exactly. Yeah, that's Words right out of my mouth. Like it's just like you know we can all hang out like this and be peaceful. Like mm-hmm. there's not any problems or like even like when we go out, someone's always fighting to pay. Like it's yeah. just like that community and that friendship, that safe environment that we all created for each other. And I feel like that's really important. So if you don't have that, you know, like family support system, confide in the community, confide in your friends, find somebody that you know can take on that role for you. Yeah, but community's toxic too. Yeah. Like you definitely <laughs> can be. There's always two sides of the coin. But, uh, yeah. like, you know, there's you know, it's like some cultures too, like a lot like you know, colorism is a big thing. Colorism oh, is big sure. everywhere. Like yes. Western communities, all of our communities, like, oh, you know, if you're lighter, you'd be prettier. If yeah. you're this, you'd be prettier. Like there's just a lot of like toxicity definitely so I mean, much. I feel like they are very I guess I don't know how to say this, but like I can't be racist. I'm a person of color myself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so it's like, I, like, I remember I would, I would call my parents out on sometimes when like, they say something like racist. And I'm like, yo, you can't. That's, that's no good. Say that, like, that's no good. <laughs> yeah. I, like, you would be surprised. Like, sometimes you just sit there and you're like, wow, you really said that? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or on social media, you'd get canceled. Canceled. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes to them, given the, like, for example, our parents, like, the community that they grew up, grow up in, sometimes they say very bold and blatant stuff, but it's so normal. 
Exactly. But I feel like here, it's like, you got to really be on your toes with what you say. Like, a lot of times I'll hear things like, oh, you're really pretty for like a dark-skinned girl. And I'm just like, um, they see wait. it as a compliment, <laughs> but you hear like, like, mm-hmm. what are you, what is what that supposed implying? to mean? What are you implying? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that's just, it. it's such a backhanded compliment. It is. Like, what What made you think that that's okay to say? Yeah. It does not make any sense <laughs> to me. Because I, I remember just like, even like, when I'm at work, somebody came up to me and she's like, you're not you're not just black like what are you like yeah what is that supposed to mean <laughs> yeah like, like you can't like, just be black you can't just be she's like you have to be mixed with something you have to be something else and i'm like girl i'm just i'm just me exactly <laughs> like, like, it just it, it's so annoying and i just hate that the fact that they think that like you have to be something else in order yeah to be like the person that you are to, in order Definitely. for you in order to have this certain personality mm-hmm. i mean even goes to i mean for most cases like marriage or relationships you can't get with somebody who's darker than you because mm-hmm. you're gonna have darker mm-hmm. babies or you got to get somebody who's the same ethnicity as you same country as you or you don't you won't be able to visit your it goes back to family right yeah because like if somebody marries somebody from egypt and you're from i don't know iraq then if you have family back in the other countries who's going to visit who and it just becomes kind of this conversation of who's i don't know i want to say who's better and who's worse but it is implied. Yeah, like that superiority complex. Like, yeah. Everybody's very strong or like most people are very like passionate, like, you know, they love their culture and it's great to like love your culture and, but. Appreciate other cultures too. Exactly. Definitely. Like there's no hierarchy of like who should be at the top and who should be at the bottom of the food chain. Like everybody's the same at the end of the day. Like. Exactly. Yeah. But there just, is. Yeah. Exactly. That's the sad part. Like you, you even see it like, you just see it everywhere. Like you see it in your own like cultural communities and then you see it in like the Islamic community too like where you know some people think that they they hold themselves to a higher standard yeah yeah and i figured like a lot of the times yeah there's that but there's also um i heard someone telling me this i forgot who it was but they were saying a lot of the times that when parents tell you oh like i want you to marry someone from your culture it's not because they don't like other cultures it's because they know and understand that culture so they know how like they're family oriented they know how family treats each other they know like just basically they know exactly how their culture evolves but if they're trying to you know get to know another culture they don't really mm-hmm. it's very hard to understand someone else's culture or really be certain that they can treat you Definitely. right given that the cultures might not intertwine or whatever the case is so a lot of the times it's not it is a lot of the times it's superiority but at the same time like it's just more of like an understanding thing yeah. like they want someone who knows your culture really well mm-hmm. and i think that makes sense but then i feel like everybody like should be open-minded mm-hmm. and i mean if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out but I feel like you shouldn't just be like stuck on the fact you have to only be with one. Yeah, mm-hmm. like limiting options. Yeah, I, I, I can understand if you prefer it, but not like just shutting yeah. it out. Like, but I think yeah. what goes into that and feeds into that is, I see this in a lot of cases where they meet one person that's, rep- they they take one person that represents the whole country. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. I know this person, they're a really bad person and they're from this country. That means all that people from that country. They're all like, bad. Yeah. Why are you bringing up the government? <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh, so and so is really nice. Oh, but the government is this. Oh like, yeah. What? what is the government? <laughs> what does she have to do with person? this? Yeah. Oh, the taxes are super high. Like what? <laughs> or I remember one time I was telling my mom like I saw this wedding on my Instagram feed. I was like, oh, I think she was like Somali. He was white. Like that's good. But I saw on the news one time this white man killed his. <laughs> I said, it's not him. Like they're not all the same. But then it's like I feel like they do it too. You know, like to protect. Like what you were saying. Yeah. Like they know that culture. It's like maybe they know that family more, but. You can always get to know another family. Like, yeah. You know, be yeah. open-minded. Open yeah. your eyes a little bit. I mean, it also goes back to, I want to say how 
progressive, but kind of like your family views. Because I know a lot of family views might be more directed in a kind of direction of you can only marry people from your culture. Uh, I had to know their family. I had to know their roots. And other people are like, you can just marry somebody as long as they're Muslim. Mm-hmm. And so it just basically comes back to family. I mean, or your beliefs. And if, I mean, we share a lot of beliefs with our parents. We share a lot of things that our parents do, we do. And so, but I think it's not wrong to differentiate yourself and have different views than your parents. And when it comes to something like marriage or your future, or basically knowing about life and basically knowing about how to interact with different cultures and different people, we should experience that for ourselves and not just rely on our parents, basically. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like, again, to emphasize, like, this is, like, the cultural opinions. Like, a lot of people think, oh, religion, like, you're forced to marry who... Like, people get those two very intertwined when it comes to marriages and stuff like that. So, like, this is all, like, culture. Like, it differs from person to person. Like, my mom, I was talking to her about marriage, and she was like, yeah, as long as a person is, like, a good Muslim and she doesn't care what their background is as long as they're a good Muslim. But other people do. And it's just, like, it just differs from person to person, like you said. Yeah, it's a cultural belief. And then there's, like, you know, with Islam, like, there's no... It doesn't say like you, what culture exactly you should marry. Mm-hmm. Like as long as they're Muslim, you know, as long as they have their deen, their khlaq, like everything. I feel like that's all that really matters. Exactly, because mm-hmm. like you said, Islam doesn't mention like you should marry someone from your country or whatever. It's just mm-hmm. they're good Muslim. Yeah. But then I just feel like just like our parents worry, like understanding that culture and like mm-hmm. what if there's like a big like cultural difference, like and they always bring up kids. They're like, okay, well, yeah. like your kids mm-hmm. are gonna have to choose between like two different cultures. Like mm-hmm. I feel like that all makes sense, but at the end of the day, you know, you just fall in love with who you want to fall in love with it could be a lot more difficult but it's definitely doable it's doable for sure yeah it'll take a minute i feel like for your parents to understand but at the end of the day inshallah all goes well yeah and i feel like that's what the newer generation is good at i feel like when it comes to our parents and before they marry the people from the same culture and just goes back and forth but like with the newer generation you'll see people you know getting to know people and i think also social media comes intact because now you have the outreach to different people like i feel like our parents are just stuck in their own bubble but now it's like why do i know someone from london how do i know someone from australia like yeah there's just like so many ways to meet new people so like, many yeah. ways. whether it's through social media or there's like so many muslim dating apps too yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah but it's just so much more of a social outreach you just have access to a lot more diversity exactly and i mean i feel like that's the nice part because it's like not only are you meeting like people who are you know the same like background as you but then it's like you're also meeting different muslim people too and you're just like yeah making your own little community online. Yeah. Like, I mean, your internet friends. Exactly. Oh, shout out to our internet friends. I know. Mm-hmm. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> y'all the best. <laughs> Can't wait to link. Right. Yeah, finally, first time. <laughs> Can't wait to link. <laughs> but, I yeah. Mean, yeah, I mean, also, it's, it's never wrong to introduce new people into your parent, your family lives. Like, for example, what I'm trying to say is if you do end up marrying somebody who's from a different culture, you introduce that culture to your culture mm-hmm. and now your parents or your family knows that culture. Like, oh, they weren't as different as we thought they were. We really are like, you know, the same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's all just about yeah. like opening their eyes. Definitely, yes. really making them open minded. Like it, it can be hard because they can be stubborn at times. Like I feel like we're all stubborn in our own ways, but you just have to, you know, like kind of push it to them. Definitely. Yeah, and I feel like when they see a marriage that is like mixed cultures and it's going well, it kind of is like, oh, so it does work out. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, it works. Yeah, so it, it does, does. happen. <laughs> So yeah, I just yeah. feel like, like you said, they just have to be open-minded. They just can't let, yeah, the culture get to their head. Yeah. I mean, going on with culture, um, we kind of discussed a lot of things. I mean, going with standards, gender roles, and 
um, colors and racism. Um, but I don't know really where I'm going to go with this, but I feel like um, rather than f- for most of our in our con- culture in our country, or in America, we usually fight against our culture. I don't. I mean, a lot of people try to push away their culture as something they try to hide. Um, how do you guys feel about something like um, changing who you are due to your surroundings? Or, I mean, this kind of goes into culture of where we are living right now, but also culture back home. Um, you know, it's just, I don't know, I want you guys' thoughts on. No, yeah, I feel like, um, I don't know, at least for me, like, we're living in, you know, America. I feel like at some point, like, I, at least I have, like, you know, tried to change myself or change who I am or... Or how I how I am perceived just because of my surroundings or because of school or whatever whoever I'm around. But I also like think that because um, I am American, you know, I'm American Chadian. So like I also have like certain aspects of American culture, if you could call it a culture, and like my Chadian culture, which like isn't really I wouldn't say changing who I am because um, again, like I'm a product of both and envi- like both cultures. You know what I mean? Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah, you don't want like split yourself up yeah to like american and chadian yeah you're just a mix of exactly yeah (laughs) Yeah. so like i feel like but i feel like um for example like if your family sees that kind of like oh you're you're american now you're acting this type of way it's like too american but god forbid you be too like too much of your own culture because then or or like even like you can't even I remember when I go to Palestine, they know I'm American. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, it's like you're not, you're not <laughs> really Palestinian. You walk, like, yeah. Literally, they can sense that you're Americanized. Don't walk into that taxi asking them, like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, like, going back to, like, what Salma said, like, especially, like, changing based on your surroundings, like, everybody kind of does that. Cause it's like, if you're in a more professional setting, you're obviously going to, like, you know, strip code switch anything. Yes. Like, you're just yeah. going to, you know, change in a second. And even with, like, school, too, like, I, I see that a lot. Like, even with myself, like, you know, especially like being, you know, one of the only Muslim people like in your own school, especially like you have to like really like like you don't have to, but it's hard, you know, like trying to fit in as who you are. So, you know, you realize you change yourself a little bit and then that reflects at your house and like all of a sudden you're not speaking the same li- like the language at home anymore. Yeah. You're speaking English. You're doing this yeah. like but then I feel like as you get older, you kind of reflect on that and then you kind of start going back into your old ways. But then it's like hard because it's like, wow. I lost the culture. Yeah. I lost the language. I lost a lot of things. But I feel like, I don't know, just the Western culture. Everybody, they feel like everybody needs to be the same. Like, I feel like that's the hard part about living here and like adjusting to it is everybody feels the need to be the same. Everybody feels the need to have that validation by everybody else to fit in. Yeah, which is like ironic because like everyone's like America's a melting pot, like of all these different cultures, <laughs> and I'm like, but everyone's just trying to make everyone you know very uniform yeah. and like a liberating you know quotes type of way mm-hmm. yeah and the moment that it really clicked for me was like some schools they'll have something called like culture day where you come in dressed in your you know cultural attire and it just like it's just it basically put into perspective how on a daily on a day-to-day basis you changed you put out your culture aside to come to this westernized culture and then you have that one day to you know show off your real culture and it's just like it's just so crazy to me but i feel like like you said as you grow up you start like bringing that culture back and yeah. realizing why i don't have to fit into this like it's such an eye opener yeah it is you look at even just like with that thing like cultural night and then you wear your clothes and you're like wow like our culture is so beautiful like Mm -hmm. it's everything about it and then you still like sometimes you still go into that i want to fit in i want to do this i mean yeah it's just hard to it's hard to balance because i feel like we all have to go through it everybody whether you're muslim whether you're different race or different culture like 
everybody just goes through it. Definitely. I mean, the other day, so I, I like to wear a dishdash at home. I feel like it's nice and mm-hmm. cool. I don't, I don't like it. But whenever I go out of the house, I just like, I had to get out, get, get back to my house real quick. I just don't want people to see me in this attire. It just feels like I'm outcasted. It's just all on my mental. Like just do mm-hmm. it like yeah. growing up in America and growing up unable to even speak your own language in stores or unable to act the way you want to act in public. It just becomes like kind of a thought process. I don't even have to think of it. It just becomes natural. I can't act this way. I can't look this way. I can't speak this language out in public because what were people going to say about me? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I remember I used to get really embarrassed if it was like parent-teacher conference or having my parents come to school because I just didn't feel like my outfit into the norm or other people's culture. And I don't know, I just, that was very difficult growing up and it's still very occurring to me now, but. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I feel like it's like the same thing too, like with wearing like an abaya outside, like Mm -hmm. I'm wearing my abaya now, but like I throw like, sometimes I'll throw like stuff on top of it and people just think it's like a dress. And like, I used to be like really scared of wearing an abaya sometimes, like even just like going to the grocery store, but now it's just like, okay, I'm gonna throw it on. Or I'll just wear like a bati and like throw a jacket on top of it. And everyone's yeah. like, I love your dress. It's <laughs> right? so cute. Yeah. I'm like, little do they know. <laughs> yeah. When was it? Like, I don't know. We went to like. CVS. CVS. Yeah. We went to CVS and like the girl, she was like, oh, I haven't seen somebody wearing a baya in so long. I guess she lived in. It was either Malaysia or Indonesia. Yeah. She she lived in one of those countries. And she's like, it's been so long since I've seen someone out wearing a baya. Like, do you guys wear that like often? It was, she oh, was like, it was so refreshing seeing like, you know, people actually expressing themselves yeah and it was like like for me it was, i was too lazy to put on jeans like <laughs> yeah it's just one of those like you throw it, it on nice in your hear. closet yeah it was so like nice to hear i'm like i, w- I was not expecting that usually people are like one time somebody called me a witch yeah no, really <laughs> it was a little girl a little she girl like, oh my like, gosh mom look it's a witch so she oh. looks like a witch and, and the, the mom, mom like pulled her she's like that's like, not I'm it no, i used to do that though like you know when you had to dress up in elementary school I was just it was so funny. Like she's never seen it before, so like yeah. the, it looks like a witch. Which, but like and the girl at CVS is like, "Wow, so beautiful!" Like, it's like, "Oh, that's so nice, that's to so hear. refreshing." Yeah, yeah. Like, we live in an area like where we don't even see like that many Muslims. Like, yeah, the most I'll see like if I go to Costco, I'll see a lot of Muslims. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's nice. Like, I'll throw on a buy and go to Costco. Like, right. who's yeah. gonna look at me funny? Yeah, or even like going to like the malls and like stuff like that. Like, you just don't. You don't see it as often. Yeah. And I kind of wish that we did. And I feel like it would like not only help myself, but like it would help other people Definitely. too. Like, yeah, maybe yeah. I can build up that confidence, you know, like maybe, you know, stop wearing my tight G and stop wearing this. Like just go out and buy, you know, wear something comfy, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, so I don't know. We reflected on a lot. I feel like as a community, we still have a lot of progress to do. Um, just in like accepting and you know building just strengthening our community but um, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode uh, and we'll see you guys next time inshallah see ya